This is Agents Influence Podcast. One of the things that I talk to them about is how to get into the mindset of going after the right account. You know, I think there's a lot of people out there that want to fill the funnel and they want to go out. They just think that the more they get in the top of the funnel, the better the results are going to be because it's just the law of numbers at that point. And that's not how we operate. We fill the funnel with the right prospect. And we know that before we ever put them into the funnel. So anytime we're working with somebody, we know that those people are already qualified to go through our process. I'm Jason Cass, and we're going to help you think differently, change your agency, change your finances, change your family, and in the end, we're going to change an industry. Let's go. Hey, what's up, loyal listeners? How are you doing? This is Jason Cass back with another Agents Influence podcast, Conversations with Jason Cass. This is not an agency intelligence. A real agent inside real agencies given the real agency intelligence and not the artificial they try to make you believe. David Carruthers, who's with us, is an agency owner. But today we're going to kind of step out of that role as an agency owner and we're just going to like freestyle Right. So I just got done. David, you don't know this. I just got done doing a podcast with Chris Langeal um, of Advisor Evolved. And on the way, I know that his we're, him and I's podcast always lasts about 20 minutes. And I thought to myself, you know what? I just want to talk to David this afternoon about some commercial insurance. Be serious. I really was. And I thought, dude, I got some time before my next appointment. I'm going to holler at him and get him to come on and talk commercial. You said yes. That was literally 50 minutes ago. And that's why I wanted you to come on, man. We're going to talk some commercial. Works for me. That's what I love to talk uh, about. Yeah, I know. And so so you were talking about this Chris Farley thing. <laughs> yeah, man. So, you know, I'm a preacher of habit, brother. Every day, I'm a firm believer in the fact that I function the best when mind, body, and spirit are all being conditioned appropriately. And I've let the body part go a little bit. You know, launching Florida Risk as a scratch agency was pretty uh, stressful in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And as a result, uh, you know, I I don't go out and get plowed. I don't smoke or I mean, I have an occasional cigar or whatever, but I tend to stress eat and I eat bad food and lots of it. And so I, I packed on a bunch of pounds. And so right before the first of the year, I decided it's time to get the, the body back with the mind and the spirit. And I've been going to Orange Theory and I get on the rowing machine right next to the ladies in the yoga pants and racer bag uh, tank tops. And I put on my yoga pants and racer bag tank top and I go to town, man. So I just got uh, back from that. I'm amped up. I've got some free testosterone flowing. I've pounded some bang energy drinks and I'm ready to go crush it. Fits right in line with killing it commercial. You know, yeah, if you don't, yeah. if you don't know, now, you know, loyal listeners, go check it out. Killingacommercial.com because that is uh, basically David and my still in your thunder to say so many people were reaching out and be having success and telling other people because of the things that you were telling them. You said, Hey man, I've got to collect this together. Um, what, what, what created killing it commercial, man? What was, what inspired you to finally do it? Yeah. So, I mean, really, to be honest with you, it was kind of a, th- a necessity for me because 
if anybody's heard my story about how I hire people, they know that I don't hire people from inside the insurance industry. And so I hire professional salespeople and we teach them our process and exactly how to go out and sell that without ever even having to talk about insurance, really, because we talk value proposition, risk management, total cost of risk and all of that. And so um, because of how I hire, I've actually got six to eight more producers that are in the pipeline right now going through our process uh, before they come on board uh, that are going to land in the next six to 12 months. And I started thinking about it after I left innovation and was like, holy crap, man, I really got to get this thing going because I can't spend time. I can't afford to not bring these people on because I've been courting them for so long, but I got to be able to train them and it's not going to work with me spreading myself that thin. So I basically just decided to take our training program that we use and all the collateral that we use and get that in a format where they can go in and learn on demand and implement as they go. So the amount of time that they're going to require of me is much smaller than what it normally would be. So I did that. And then, you know, again, I'm relatively entrepreneurial. So I thought to myself, you know, there's so many other people that come to me and ask me for help with commercial and specifically in how to get in front of middle market, how we go through our preparation and all of those things that I'm not going to compete with 99% of the agencies in the country. Why don't I make this available to them and get some level of monetization to where, um, you know, I can get paid back for my experience and my time to, for helping them. And that's basically what we did. I just, I took the training program that we actually use in-house and we scaled it up a little bit and we're delivering that to some agencies across the country that have some geographic exclusivity to our tools. Yeah. And in that, that's killer, dude. I'm telling you because he, a lot of people know, maybe you don't know, but I, David was brought on to, this is his second podcast. And David um, was brought on the first time because I had been working with David and, and, and talking, this was at the initial stages of some of the stuff in insurance and commercial insurance. And like the insurance, uh, commercial insurance program that I created for Total CSR is actually very fitting to the insurance side of some of the things that you teach because in the in the total CSR I actually teach the process from beginning to end of what it looks like from a um, actually the information you collect and different types of things like that I get very very detailed and practical which you do as well but where where I'm going to create my second part for total CSR is a couple different avenues of what you talk about a lot which has to do with total cost of risk um, the modification factor, you and Charles Speck and and and, and Michael uh, Mike McDonough, a lot of you guys um, all believe in this. I'm not here to quote. I'm here to be. I'm here as an advisor and expertise. I'm here to fix your problem. I already know you have a problem. Let's get to it or let's not. Right? It's that's kind of your approach. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's funny, man, because as I've been talking to agents from all over the country this week. Um, you know, it's it's kind of like Groundhog Day for me because every 15 to 30 minutes it starts over again and it's this, literally the same conversation over and over and over again, um, you know, with maybe some variations in questions. But one of the things that I talk to them about is how to get into the mindset of going after the right accounts, right? So there's a couple of things that happen. I was talking to Jeremy Huerta, um, you know, right before we went out to San Diego because uh, he was picking my brain about, you know, some things that he's looking at doing in his agency 
And as we were talking and I was walking him through some of the things we do from a prospecting standpoint and what we do when we prep for the meeting and get in front of the prospect, he stopped me and he said, you know what? He goes, I got to be honest with you, man. He goes, this is almost identical to being a professional athlete. He said, everybody goes to an NFL game and they watch that guy perform on the field on Sunday and they think, wow, that's really awesome. And it's, it's sexy to see a professional athlete that goes out at the top of their game and just absolutely crushes it. But what everybody doesn't see is what happens the other 364 days of the year. What, what is the training regimen? What's the preparation? What's the amount of film that is watched to get ready for that game to Amen. be able to perform at mm-hmm. your highest level? And, you know, that's really where everything lies for us. You know, I think there's a lot of people out there that want to fill the funnel and they want to go out and they just think that the more they get in the top of the funnel, the better the results are going to be because it's just the law of numbers at that point. And that's not how we operate. We fill the funnel with the right prospects. And we know that before we ever put them into the funnel. So anytime we're working with somebody, we know that those people are already qualified to go through our process based on the demographic of the company. The second thing I tell people with regard to mindset is that I always get the question, how do I get into this? How do I, how do I start in, in middle market or larger commercial stuff? And, and I say, you just do it. You know what I mean? It's, it's that simple. You have to get it into your head that you're capable of doing it. And what I tell anybody that I talk with is if I'm capable True. of doing it, they're definitely capable of doing it. I was slinging working beans for 10 years before I got into the insurance industry. So if you can take somebody that literally all they have to worry about is making sure cans go on a shelf right. and the labels are facing out and you know your aisle is neat and straight and you run your store right and, and teach them complex stuff with middle market, anybody can do it. And I'll never forget the defining point in my life in commercial insurance was when I was sitting in the parking lot of an account that did $50 million a year in sales. It was $750,000 a year in premium. I was 30 years old and it was 10 minutes before I had a meeting with the VP of ops for the company. And I'm sitting there literally sick to my stomach thinking to myself, I, I, I don't have any business talking to this guy. What am I doing? What, you know, what am I thinking? Look at all the, all the equipment this place has. Look at all the employees they have. They're doing 50 million a year in sales. And I stopped and I thought to myself, you know what, what are you doing? You don't need to worry about whether or not you have business going in and talking to this guy. He's already validated that because he accepted the meeting from you. So quit living inside of insecurity, the insecure spots in your head, and just go in there, make yourself bulletproof, and talk. stick to your talking points, and you'll do just fine. And once that happened that day, I never turned back again. I never got... Uh, nervous or jittery. Now I get amped up, man. I'm not going to lie. I'll, like I said, I'll pound a bang energy drink. I'll, cl- I'll uh, crank yeah. up Thunderstruck or uh, Enter Sandman and sit in the parking lot and thrash before I go in. But, you know, it, it's a mindset. The other thing I tell people is, and this is the third one, my first appointments last five minutes or an hour and a half. And it's interesting to see how all of that goes down. It's pretty difficult to get to the point where I schedule an appointment with somebody And they're not an ideal prospect for us, but it happens. Sometimes, somehow it slips through the cracks and you go in and you meet with somebody and you know, almost instantaneously by body language or verbiage that they're just not going to be a fit. And so I cut bait and leave. And what's crazy is the reaction that you get when you do that. So I've had a couple different things happen. The first one is, you know, we get into the conversation and I stop and I say, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. 
your time is extremely valuable and I've been doing this a long time. And it is very apparent to me that you and I are probably just not going to be a good fit for each other because we only do the process our way because we know that's what works. And we know that if we focus on total cost of risk, we're ultimately going to put efficiencies into your budget that you haven't had in the past. If all you want to do is get bids on insurance and focus on driving down the price, my belief is there's a floor to that and you can only negotiate pricing so low. You have to look at all of the other stuff and all the underlying causes as to what's driving that premium if you really want to fix your operation. So in respect of your time, and quite frankly, mine, I'm going to go ahead and excuse myself from the meeting. I wish you the best. You guys have a great company, and I take nothing away from that. It just means that it's probably not good for us to work together. And what you get is two, I've had two two things happen. Number one, sometimes you just jerk a knot mm -hmm. in their rear yep. end, and it's like, wait, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, man. You know, <laughs> I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to make you think that we weren't serious. I mean, you, you, you're here because somebody referred you here. I don't want you to be offended by, you know, what I talk about. Tell me, tell me about your process. Tell me more. And they they want me to stay, or I leave. And what's crazy is I've actually gotten referrals from walking out of that meeting because the person realizes we're serious and we're committed to how we do things. So I did that one time, and I got a call two weeks later. And it was from a guy that said, hey, I just I had I have to talk to you. I was talking to my buddy. He said he had a meeting with you. He said that you wouldn't work with him because you didn't think he was serious enough and you didn't think that he understood your process. He goes, I have a problem. And he told me that you were the only insurance guy he's ever known that wouldn't whore himself out for premium. And you got up and you walked out of the room. And you're the guy I need. I need you to come talk to me and help me fix my problems because he said you're the best at what you do. Now, this is somebody I killed the meeting with that referred somebody, and it ends up being a $50,000 revenue account for us. So what I tell people is if you stay true to what you represent, and if you don't deviate from that, if you don't slip into the old insurance salesman you know, personality, you're going to be just fine. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. So much you said there. So much to unpack, dude. Yeah, you know, when it comes to doing it and just and just doing it, and like you said, if you can do it, anybody can. And I think sometimes we just we like to it's something we do. We hold up these 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 people in our brain to be some kind of superstar, and they really don't understand that in 2016 you were freaked out just like anybody else. Know that you had the conviction, still had the insecurities to say, I'm gonna start Florida Risk and I'm gonna do it off what I know and I'm gonna create this way and people are gonna follow it and that's the way it's gonna be. And I think and I I want to say to them, like, you are no superhero, right? You're a dad who makes makes mistakes. You're a business owner who's messed up a lot of times. But I think that the fact is, is I, I think when, when you were talking about that, I thought about an appointment that, um, that Sean and I went on, on, I believe, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. 
Wednesday. And what we had to do is this is our first large client that we wrote last year with your help that we are now going in. We do a quarterly meetings that we've set up as our timeline of service. And we were going in for our first quarterly meeting and I'm going in with Sean and why I'm going in, David, is because we don't have a plan. We've never done this before. So we've etched out a plan of what we're going to explain. We're going to do here, what we're going to do here, here, and here. And normally the way we've been taught by you, this is something you would be setting up before you sell them. This one, we ran into a situation where it was a bid process and we got it a month literally out. It was, it was one of those wild ones. But the, but the thing is, is that we were there. I, I don't really know what a return to work policy looks like through and through, but I found it on broker briefcase. I read through it. I read about return to work evaluation plans, physician forms. I mean, I sat down and I learned it for 30 minutes to an hour. And when I went in, this guy had been insured with a direct carrier around here called Federated. Federated agents are some of the best agents out there. They literally go through an eight-month training before they're allowed out onto the scene. They, they phenomenal training. And he was with Federated when we took it. And he even told me, he said, Federated did some great stuff. But when I asked them questions about specific things that had to do with loss control and risk and things we can do to get better, they never had an answer and you did. And I really kind of was thinking to myself, like, I just sat down for 30 minutes and really just read what this, what experts are already doing. Right. And, and I was getting that kind of feedback and, and it goes back to what I'm, I'm nobody special. Right. I mean, I may have a podcast and a mastermind and stuff, but at the end of the day, I'm just a regular old insurance agent who's trying to learn the best ways. And I was thinking that to myself, David, I was thinking, I don't know what I'm doing, but I can do this and I can, I can create my own risk, my a risk management profile and plan. And, and we can, we can do this. You know what I mean? And that was a great feeling. That was a great feeling. Very similar to what you felt that day when you were pulled, you know, when you're about to walk in and you just said, quit being a weenie and walk in there, dude. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's, that's it in a nutshell. And I mean, you know, for us, obviously over time over, I mean, it, granted, I started Florida risk three years ago, three and a half years ago at this point. I've been going at it almost 20 years now. So a lot of the things that we do are things that I've used in some iteration over my whole, you know, career. And so, uh, you know, it never, you never, you can't ever stop reinventing yourself. I mean, I think that's where a lot of us get stuck, mm -hmm. right? We get some level of success and then it's like, all right, I don't have to do anymore. I'm good. I've got, you know, I'm making enough money. I can stop. And, you know, I, I always go back to the story that I heard about the most successful producer that, that I've heard about. And it was a guy who had 25 accounts. They were all a hundred thousand in revenue or more. And he would never write more than 25 accounts. That's it. He would, I mean, he would always prospect. And if he found one that was bigger than the bottom one on his list, he'd trim that off. He'd hand it off to another producer so they could learn how to get into that um, part of the market and, and train them with it. And that's the, you know, that's the deal. It's uh, I think you have to constantly keep going at it. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not a secret. You got to sharpen the saw. You got to do all the things that we read in all of these books that we read. And, you know, it's I look at it like this, man. I like Tom Stanley. Tom Stanley's the dude who wrote The Millionaire Next Door, The Millionaire Mind, Stop Pretending You're Rich and Live Like a Real Millionaire, all of those things. And when you read those books, you sit back and you process what you've just read and you think to yourself, well, that's why these people are millionaires. 
They know how to handle their money. It's not because they're making six to eight million dollars a year. Some of them are only making a hundred thousand dollars a year, which is still a nice chunk of change. But I mean, in this day and age, that's not as much as it used to be. And if you read that stuff and you apply it and you use it as a blueprint, guess what? 15, 20 years down the road, probably going to be a millionaire. It's the same thing in this game. If you follow people that are successful and you borrow the things that work for them and you customize them to what works for you, you're going to ultimately be successful doing this. What blows my mind is how many people out there don't. Right. They're happy They're happy with their, their sales style of playing golf or drinking beer with their clients. And you know what? That's awesome. Keep doing it because I will consistently go in and take your business from you because you're doing absolutely nothing to deliver value. Yes, you you really truly are. I've talked to you about that before, uh, about how I used to hate the agent that gets the BOR because you weren't able to sell, David. When I was competing against you and you got the BOR, you didn't know how to sell any other way than than just getting the BOR and you were a butthead for it. But now that when I'm on the other side, I realize like, no, I got the BOR because the relationship you thought that you had was easily broken in about 15 minutes. You know, it, it didn't it didn't take very long. It only told, it took us just a couple minutes to, to point out some stuff. So killing it commercial. How's this rollout, dude? How's this? How what does this look like if if somebody I know you've 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 gotten a lot of people already who have signed up and stuff. But what does that look like for them? What process are you going to do? What's the next 12 months look like? if someone wants to become a part of that. Yeah, so the website's killingcommercial.com and that's where you can go and book an appointment to talk to me about it more in detail. But essentially what we've done is we've created a three-prong approach, okay? There's a video section for training that's self-paced. You can do, you can go through it as much as you, you want, it, 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 as quick as you want. I recommend you, you know, slow down to speed up. That's what I always tell my guys and ladies here, um, when they're going out, you don't have to fly through everything. You know, Rome wasn't built in the day, take your time, digest it, but I've broken it up into logical and digestible segments with actionable implementation steps along the way so that they're not just watching a video and then have to figure out what they need to do to implement that portion of our process into their daily activities. They're doing it as they're watching the video. Otherwise, if they're like me, you got to watch the video, then you go to implement it. You forgot half the stuff that you heard in the video. So you got to go back and watch that again. So we we're trying to make it as efficient as possible to keep it in small enough segments to where you can take one actionable step with every one of them. The second piece of it is a collateral library where they have access to all of the collateral that we have used. And I personally have used over the course of my nearly 20 years doing this now. So I've taken letter templates and email templates, internal forms and things like that and uploaded those as Word documents so that the agencies that are part of this uh, course are going to have the ability to do a quick logo swap and maybe change some coloring around to their brand and then be able to you know, access that stuff at any time. But the really the coolest thing that I have going on this in, in this program is we have built out a social network on the back end of our website, and I've branded it the Virtual War Room. So essentially, if you're in Illinois and I'm in Tampa and you have a question about something you're working on and you just it's it's either something that's bigger than you've been into before or it's a different industry than you've been into before or any of that stuff, Dude. Um, you can go into the virtual war room. You can lay the case out. You can upload documents. You can offer your comments. You can do everything. And in real time, you're going to have the ability to interact with me. 
You'll have the inter ability to interact with any other agent that can offer some expertise on what you're working on with zero fear of competition because we're all geographically exclusive and spread across you know, the country. Right. What my real what my real end game with all of this is is not a secret. Okay, I've told everybody that I talk to when they want to know about the program. And if you've heard how I hire producers, it's kind of funny. Muhammad um, down in in Texas, yep. when he and I were talking, we got to the end, and he made it. He made a comment. He said, "So basically, what you're doing with a hundred agencies across the country is you're running them through the same process you do." when you hire a producer and you're limiting your personal risk. And I said, I'm absolutely doing that because what my thoughts are is after two to three years of having a hundred agents that are like-minded that are going through the process and have been successful with it, they sell the way we like to sell. They produce the kind of business we like to produce and they do so with better than average loss ratios. I want to aggregate all of our resources and launch a captive with all the people in the program. That's the game. Dude, I I, uh, I love that, man. And you don't think, though, that that's going to take away from our time in about six or seven years when we're in the Keys trying to figure out what boat we're taking out no. in the day? No, because honestly, I think that uh, by the time we get to that point, there's going to be a lot of people that are that's a lot true. smarter than that's me true. involved. And they're going to tell me to stay the heck out that's of their true. way. That's very true. That's true. And then that's when we'll, that's right. So everybody doesn't know a lot of people in the mastermind know, maybe we should let the loyal listeners know David and I um, are going to be retiring soon and we are going to be living in the, uh, he already lives in Tampa, which I'm jealous of. I think I'm going to go a little farther South. I don't really know. Maybe Pensacola a little bit more North. I'm not sure. But we are trying to figure out like like what week we're going to take my boat or what week we're going to take his boat when we go out and go fishing. And so it's um, you said you stress eat. If I was you, I would lay off that and I would actually start smoking. It's becoming legal there. It's almost <laughs> going to be legal there in Florida. So I would do that route. But then again, from what they say, you'll start eating again. So maybe that's not going to really work. You just have two bad habits. So uh, I applaud. Dude, I'd have to go to I'd have to go to Costco and get like the industrial sized bag of Funyuns. <laughs> yeah, you know, but you know, and then the other thing is, is I think uh, Florida Risk Partners is a pla uh, a proud sponsor of Disneyland, right? Our Disney World doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good grief, man. Yeah. I mean, and here's here's what's worse. This year, we actually did the Platinum Passes over at uh, SeaWorld, Bush Gardens, Adventure Island, and Aquatica. So our theme park access just doubled from Disney to wow. all of the, the Bush Gardens properties, too. That's sweet. That's sweet. We're closing this up, David, here's what I want. I want the secret sauce. If you said that there was one thing that you do that separates yourself from other agents, I know you've talked maybe some about it now, but let's just summarize it in, let's say, 60 seconds. What's that one thing? What's that secret sauce? What's that thing that you do that's better than anybody else? And it's learnable. You can learn it. Everybody thinks you're a superhero because of it, but you can learn it. What is that thing, David? Preparation. Preparing preparing for the, uh, the pipeline, preparing for the appointment, and preparing for how I'm going to actually conduct myself in that meeting. The amount of research that we put into it is prohibitive for a lot of agents. They're not willing to invest that time. And what they don't realize is they're going out and they're closing two to three out accounts out of 10, maybe if they're lucky in that space, and we're closing nine or 10 out of 10. 
And the amount of time that we put in to prepare allows us to walk in and be able to ask pointed, educated questions, both about the personal lives of the people we're meeting with, in addition to business activities for the company. And we never know which angle we're going to go, but in a matter of two to three questions that we have prepared prior to going in, we know, we're going to find out what the hot button is, and then we're going to take it and run with it. You're there in five minutes or an hour and a half. You got it. And that's stay all. Be- your, yeah, stay true to your mission, man. Stay disciplined. It's so easy for us to get caught up in, oh my gosh, this is a this is a big premium account. Guess what? If it's a big premium account and it's a headache, you're only going to have it for a year anyhow, and it's going to suck the whole time it's in your book. Wow. Well said. Well said. Well said. Well said, dude. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Hey, David, thanks for just spontaneously coming on with me and rapping about some insurance. And I don't even know how long we've been on here. 26 minutes. It's impossible. They said it couldn't be done, that Jason Cass and David Crothers could actually be on a podcast and do it in under 30 minutes. But David, I think we did it. Yeah, I'm not saying any more, man, because the clock's still ticking. Yeah, I know. I know the top <laughs> clock's still ticking. Thank you very much, man. Once again, tell them where they can find out about you, Killing Commercial. Yep, killingcommercial.com. And that you get everything you got. He's got videos out there. You get to see his sexy mug. And, and you know, really, it's opposite of that. You're going to look at him, and then you're going to go to his Facebook page. You're going to see how beautiful his wife is. You're going to say, what in the world? This doesn't go together. What is she doing with him, you know? And then, hey, you know what, man? What's funny is we both married Andreas. Oh, yeah, that is true. That is true. See? See? That just goes in line with the boat and Florida and where we're going. Hey. People, divorce your wives right now. Find somebody named Andrea and marry them, and you will be wildly successful. There you go. Because that's what it takes to be successful is the woman behind the man in this industry. If I didn't have my wife's support, I would not do anything I, I, I do right now. Little known story. I know we're bumping 30 minutes, but it's imperative that I say this. So I'm going to beg for. Come on. Come on. When I started Florida Risk, I was leaving the industry. I was done. I was coming from another relationship that did not end well. The time that I was in that relationship, in that agency, was not good at all. I had three job offers from Fortune 500 companies to go in and work in their marketing departments, and I was ready to take one of them. And my wife, Andrea, came in and said, what in the world are you doing? Now, she's from Jersey, so she didn't really say it that way, but I'm, I'm keeping it clean for everybody. She said, what, what in the world are you doing, man? This is what you want to do. This is what you love to do. You've always said, if you had nobody holding you back, you would do these things. Why don't you just go open up your own agency, do all the things you've been bitching about not being able to do for the last eight years, and you're going to be wildly successful. You have 100% of my support in this process. Go get it. And I sat there and I'm thinking to myself, holy crap, man. Here I am, the male of the house, the protector of my home, trying to make sure that everybody is taken care of. And my wife, the person that I feel like is going to be the most vulnerable, the one that I feel like, you know, I got to beat on my chest and protect her is the one that's saying, suck it up, buttercup, go out and do what you're going to do. You have, I have your back no matter what. And you know what? It wasn't five minutes later. I had an FEIN. I filed with the state of Florida for my uh, corporation. I filed with them for my agency license and the rest is history. So I give her 100% of the credit for why I even have a company right now, because if it wasn't for her, 
I'd be punching a clock for somebody else and signing the back of a check instead of the front. The secret sauce for Mr. David Carruthers is, yes, we went past 30 minutes, but the secret sauce for David Carruthers is, is that he understands that the woman is the real understanding and the power that makes us go, right? That makes us live. But the real thing is, is that I think we discovered right now, loyal listeners, that there's a serious power in the name Andrew. (laughs) This has been Jake. It's been Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast. Tell me your thoughts and tell me your ideas, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. Today, it was me and David Carruthers. We're out. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is. To, to fix a problem, the first thing you got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high-quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60-second commercial. But you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high-quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you, and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland, and we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to ten carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.